am so pleased this morning that we have two solo pianists. Um, I told them this morning that they need to hurry up and learn their lessons, practice every day so that they can take over. My job. So Mr. Gavin McWilliams is going to play Jingle Bells as a prelude. <laughs> The first song says it's 20, um, song 26. On the back are the purple books, and I'm sorry, I forgot to pass them out. If you wish to sing with music, um, they're back there. It's page 26.
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Also with you. Let us pray. Stir up your power, Lord Christ, and come. With your abundant grace and might, free us from the sin that hinders our faith, that eagerly we may receive your promises. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. I lied. I'm sorry. It's the gospel reading. Just stay seated. Normally. Today's gospel reading is from the gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 1, starting at verse 18. Glory to you, O Lord. Now the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive a bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from, the sl- from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and na- he named him Jesus. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, o Christ. And now we'll light the Advent candle. Children, sir, yes. <laughs> I invite all little Lutherans to come forward, and big Lutherans. Okay. Thank you. Hello. Oh, now you can hear me. Good morning. Put these down. We're going to play with these in a second, okay? Okay, let's first talk about your homework. Who remembered this week to do your homework? Jackson. Did you do your homework? To first tell everyone, what was the homework assignment? Okay. So it was an act of kindness, right? You're supposed to think about what you do during the week and what could you do that would be kind to someone else this week, if you're at school or at home or out and about. So Jackson just said that they wrote a note at school to the janitors, a thank you note. Is that, or to the cafeteria? Who was it? To the cafeteria ladies. And you thank them for all their help. And you wish them a Merry Christmas. That's really good. That's an excellent act of kindness. Who else did something kind this week? Hold on. Carolyn, what did you do that was kind this week? Very nice. She made cards for her family. That was really kind. Gunther. You opened the door? Good. Excellent. That was kind. Um, I raised money for my church. Yep. What, what was your grand total that we're going to give them? Two hundred and eighty-eight. 
$258 you raised. So we're all done with our kindness project. We're gonna give that to United, um, Bethany United Methodist. Yeah. Did you do anything kind this week, mister? Huh? You're gonna think about it, okay. Well, what is our last candle? Who knows what our last candle is? Yep, it's up there, but what does it stand for? Who knows? Love, love is our last candle. Remind me, what are our other candles? Which ones did we already joy. do? We did joy. That was last week. Yeah. What else? No, not kindness. Um, what was? Peace. peace. Yep, and peace. Then. Okay, the other one. Oh, hope. hope, hope, peace, joy, and now we're doing love. And do you guys know why we do love last? No. Yeah, it's, because it's for like love, Jesus. Yeah, because of how much love we have. Carolyn, do you know? You know? No. Love. What is love? Flowers. Yeah? Yeah, when you give someone flowers, that can show love, right? Yeah. Yeah? When I so. When I do my circle, like, my class, Yeah, that was nice. She. Yeah. Right. Okay. So hold on a second. We're going to talk more about acts of love. I know love is when you have lots of love in your heart. And who gave us that love? Where's the first love? God. Yeah, God gave us the love, right? The first love. And who was the first baby born that was to bring us all that extra love? Yeah, so let's quickly put this out here. Okay, so we've been talking all month about Advent, about waiting for Jesus' birth. So go ahead and put the shepherds down. Go ahead, put them down there. They don't have to be perfect, just put them down there. Do you want to put the wise men? You do the wise men. Yep, you can do baby Jesus. Here, Gunther. There's some shepherds. Uh, that's Mary Joseph. Okay. Put them in there quickly. Yep, put the angel on. It doesn't have to be perfect. Get them in there. Okay, got them in there. They might not sit perfectly. It's okay. If it gets bumped, they're going to fall. Okay. Okay, are they in there? Semi? Good enough. Okay, so tell me, where do you see love in the manger? Um, Who has love for each other in the manger? Um, baby Jesus. Who loves baby Jesus? Mary. His mom loves him, right? He's so cute. Who else has love in this manger? The wise men? Yeah, I just said that. Yeah? They might have love for each other because they're probably friends, right? And they definitely have love for baby Jesus. I thought they were brothers. I don't know if they're brothers or not. What about Mary and Joseph? Do they love each other? Yes. Yeah, they love each other. They got married and they have lots of other kids. Yep, and the angel. So how much love is in this manger? A little bit or a lot? A lot, right? Jesus brought us lots of love. 
No. So, what the church does. So, this week, as we look forward to, here, we're going to leave them here. Let's leave them go. Let's let them go. Okay, so as we look forward to baby Jesus' birth this week, and we celebrate him coming to save us, we're going to celebrate love, right? Yeah, so we want to make sure you tell everyone that you love them. You show your love by acts of kindness. So your last homework assignment is... I love Okay, you ready? I have one more homework assignment. Are you ready? You're each getting a couple of hearts. Your job this week, I'm just going to give you each a couple because I don't have a ton, but we're all going to... Yeah. Do you remember making these last year? Yeah. So I'm just handing everyone a couple. Listen, listen to what your job is. Here you go, Carolyn. Oh, hold on. There you go. Okay, are you ready for your job? Your job this week is to hand these out to people that you love. That's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Here, Ava. Ava. No, you don't eat them. Don't eat them. They they have glue in them. They will not be good. So, what is your job? What is your job? Don't worry about this. To give them to people that you love. And what are you going to tell them when you give them away? Yes. Make sure you say, I love you. You say that lots and lots to all the people you love, okay? All right. Share Jesus' love this week. Okay. Let's end in prayer. Ready? Give me this. Are we ready? Let's end in a quick prayer. Dear Jesus, thank you for coming to this world and saving us. Thank you for the, what the message of your birth means this week. Be with all of us and help us to remember to love everyone and share that love every single day. Amen. Do I give okay. this around? Do I give this around? We don't have enough.
I've got too many hats to on today. <laughs> so, um, wow. Today's December 22nd, the fourth Sunday in Advent, the last Sunday before Christmas. Is everybody ready? I always tell everybody there's 12 days of Christmas and they start on the 25th. So by January 5th, I'm pretty much caught up. So. You just heard Janine talk with the kids about the fourth Advent candle signifying love. Love. This year we changed things up a little bit. Uh, in the past we've used the traditional Advent candle themes of prophets, angels, shepherds, Mary, and sometimes the Magi. This year's th themes for Advent were, um, or are, hope, peace, joy, and love. Love, it's all around us, especially this time of year. Yes, we take time to get gifts for our members of our families, for our coworkers, but I know many of you here today, you get that extra donation to a worthy cause. Salvation Army, Toys for Tots, the Heart Association, St. Jude's, Children's Hospitals, and the list goes on and on. Or you give that gift to somebody that, um, not necessarily that they need it, I mean that you need to give it to them, but they, you just give them the gift to give them a gift. Not because you have to, but because you want to. You hold, or you hold the door open um, for somebody going in or out of a store during this Christmas, crazy Christmas holiday season. Or you may even invite somebody to your home or visit an individual who doesn't have any family close by. Love came down at Christmas time. We know that. We're reminded of this in signs and decorations and songs. Love did come down at Christmas time. God showed the ultimate love when he had Jesus born as an infant in a manger. Then Jesus grew up and he walked with us here on earth. Jesus experienced what we experience every day here on earth. In our manger scene in Bethlehem, we have a main character, Jesus. Jesus, the ultimate gift of love from God. Jesus, who was born of the incarnate birth, walked and lived with us, taught us, taught us all about God, and then he died horrific a, a horrific death on the cross for you and I, for all of our sins. And then that love that God shows us that Jesus is resurrected and lives forever. In fact, God's love lives forever. Now, going back to the manger scene, our main character was Jesus, and the supporting actress was Mary. There's a lot of information about, about Mary that's written in the Bible, a lot of messages, a lot of sermons um, talked about and centered around Mary. But today, we're going to look at the forgotten man of Christmas, Joseph. Now, Joseph was a carpenter by trade, he, he was betrothed to Mary, to, to Mary. Um, and in today's gospel, in Matthew, Matthew tells us how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. Now remember the author of the, of gospel, of the gospel of Matthew was a Jew, he was a tax collector at one time, and he had deep roots in the Jewish community. He was writing to his Jewish family. So traditions in every Jew's mind, 
minds are very strong, just as they are in Matthew's. Now, in Bible times, the groom was the center of attention, not anything like today, where the, the focus tends to be a little bit more on the bride. Um, the goal of men in biblical times was not necessarily to be the best carpenter or the best shepherd. Um, they didn't need to bring attention to themselves, but rather men wanted to properly care for, nurture, and provide for their families in a more humble manner. So here's Joseph looking forward to a wonderful wedding, a good marriage, and an opportunity to provide for a full family with a God-fearing young lady named Mary. And then Joseph finds out that Mary's pregnant. Well, he knew that he had nothing to do with this, and this new development was going to be a problem, a big problem. Now, Joseph had a few options. According to the laws of Deuteronomy, Mary could have been stoned to death for committing adultery. Another option is that Joseph could have quietly divorced Mary, and indeed that is what Joseph had planned to do. In Matthew, we read, because Joseph was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Now, Joseph was showing genuine love by not making Mary's pregnancy public and having her stoned and left to die. Joseph's plan was to divorce Mary, but then an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name of Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins." And finally, in verse 24 of Matthew, we read, When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. Yes, Joseph did what the angel told him to do. Joseph took Mary home as his wife and had no union with her until Mary gave birth to a son who they named Jesus. Now we come to the trip to Bethlehem. Wow. Who would want to take a pregnant, near-term young lady on a donkey ride to Bethlehem just for a census? But that is exactly what Joseph did. And then how do you care for an impending birth without a clean room in a foreign city? But Joseph kept his cool and found an adequate area, a manger or a cave, a place for animals. It had to be dark and damp, but Mary and Joseph made the best of it, all out of the love for each other, but more importantly, for the love of God. They both knew with the help of messages from God through the angels that this was important, very important. The time comes for Mary to deliver. Now here's Joseph helping Mary deliver a child, her firstborn, a child that he knows that he did not father but Joseph is there showing love. We don't really know exactly how Joseph felt, but I truly think that he feels the same love that every parent feels when there is a newly born child. Joseph feels the love of a parent, but he also feels the love of God as he realizes the undaunting responsibility that God has bestowed upon Mary and Joseph to raise Jesus. 
Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus, the person that will save the world, and Jesus, the person that saved you and me. Now, Joseph showing the love of a parent and also realizing the love of God, that's what he did. And I think that the um, Christian music group Mercy Me gets the love of Joseph right, or at least pretty close. We're going to sing um, Joseph's lullaby as the song after the sermon. But right now, I want you to just watch the video and listen to the words as Mercy Me sings Joseph's lullaby. Don't sing at this point, just listen. And we'll just uh, watch the first part of it. genuine feeling of love, God's love, but also human love. Joseph was a surrogate father to, Joseph, to Jesus. Joseph was a carpenter by trade who taught Jesus carpentry. Joseph taught Jesus and all of us here today the love of a parent, the love of a human being for others. Joseph should not be the forgotten man of Christmas. Joseph is so important for God's plan in our lives today. Without Joseph, this plan may have fallen apart. So while Joseph may have not said many words in the scripture, Joseph was vital and he showed love in so many different ways. 
So let's take this lesson from Joseph and show love to others, serve others, and definitely put the interest of others before our own interests. It is the least we can do as we celebrate Christmas. It is the least we can do as we serve God. And it's the least we can do as we are Christians in today's society. So go today, tomorrow, the next day, and the day after that, and show that love of Joseph, that quiet, unassuming love of Joseph, and ultimately show the love of God every day in everything we do. So now let's sing Joseph's lullaby and think about that love that Joseph had at the time of Jesus' birth. Sleep, my son, and baby. 
we switch gears again today. Let's trim our Christmas tree. As many of you know, we put Christmas on our church Christmas tree. Christmas are Christmas decorations with Christian symbols on them. They were first made by Francis Kipps Spencer at the Ascension Lutheran Church in Danville, Virginia. So I'm told. She also thought of the word chrismon, which is the combination of Christ and monogram, which means symbol. Chrismans are traditionally colored in white and gold. White is the liturgical church color for Christmas and symbolizes that Jesus is pure and perfect. And gold symbolizes his majesty and glory. Since today, the fourth Sunday of Advent theme is love, we will highlight just a few of the love chrismans. Remember that day that Jesus was born and love came down at Christmas time in the form of a baby Jesus, but also the love of Mary and Joseph were simply amazing. Love that was simple and pure, something that we can strive for each day. I'm going to show you, first of all, unfortunately I could not find any heart chrismons, but there, there used to be when I was younger. I don't know, probably broke. We need to make some more. Um, the heart is a symbol of love and reminds Christians that God is love. The next chrismon is called the Latin cross. And it wasn't until today that I realized right up there, our cross up there is the Latin cross. And there's three levels, meaning for faith, hope, and love. And so that's where... Um, those three levels of the Latin cross come in. And then we have the white rose, and they're on several of the chrismons. And the white rose, rose is a symbol of purity and can represent Mary. Remember that Mary's pure love for God and her family. And finally, this chrismon is the Star of David, Chrismon. It's sometimes called the Star of Creation, and it's a symbol that Jesus was a Jew and a descendant of the King of David through the unassuming love of Joseph as his surrogate father. So I'm going to ask if the kids and one adult can come and help hand out the Chrismons, and then we can all come up and put a decoration on the tree, as we're doing that, Mrs. Wolford has graciously accepted the request to play songs. Once you hang your um, decoration, go ahead and come back to your pew and we can uh, finish singing some Christmas carols. Go ahead. Any children and adult? Or would you rather just go hang the Christmas? Do you want to just hang that or do you want to hand out the Christmas? Okay. 
Let's rise as we pray. Keeping awake as we watch for Christ, let us pray for the church, the world, and all in need. O oh Lord, on this day of love, this day of anticipation, and this season of hope, of peace, of joy, and love, Lord, make your presence known to us even more as we anticipate the return of your Son and his birth. We ask you to be with us in this harried and hurried season where we're finalizing plans for the celebration of your Son, where we're anticipating families and visioning wonderful gatherings around tables and worship. We ask you, Lord, to bless each and every one of us as we spend this time in anticipation of, your, of the joyous celebration. Lord, we lift up to you all those who don't have families this time of year, who are alone, who are homeless, who are away from family because of feuds and disagreements or far and estranged for various reasons. Lord, make your presence known even more to those individuals and somehow in this darkness of, of the loneliness, the individuals can feel your presence. Lord, in this season of darkness, let your light shine to all those who are suffering in various maladies, who are trying to figure out where, why they are where they are. We lift up to you those that are recovering in hospitals, in nursing homes, in rehabilitation places, and even in their own homes. We lift up to you, especially um, Herman, Holda, John, Robert, and Letha, Shirley, Randy, Ed, Cindy, Carl, and Carol, that they all know and can feel your presence and your blessings upon them. Lord, we lift up to you all those who continue to bring light to those that they serve, those that we are aware of, waitresses, waiters, people that make our lives easier in hospitals and in police departments and fire companies. We lift up to you those who continue to serve even in our own families that we take for granted. May we always be aware of their gifts. Lord, we lift up to you all those that dedicate their lives to bettering people around the world's lives, especially those that are activists in your name that bring the gospel to those who don't understand it. Lord, we also lift up to you this day all the congregations of the world, that they find ways to bring forth your gospel, your love to this world that often is in darkness. And we lift up to you this congregation that as we go forth from this time of celebration, that we can keep the love, the joy, the hope, and the peace in our hearts, and we share that with our communities. And for all this for all the members of this congregation, that we continue to be faithful to the mission that you've given this congregation and to your universal church, that we can rededicate ourselves after the first of the year to being people that bring about your presence to those that we encounter. Lord, we lift this and all the other prayers, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated.
peace for us. Let us pray together the offertory prayer. Giver of every good thing, we set before you the gifts that you have already given to sustain our lives and to share with others. Help us to be good stewards of the earth and all that is in it, and let our lives be a testimony to the abundant feast you prepare for all who hunger. Let us eat and drink your promise of new day that we might be your promise to the world. Spoken in Jesus' name, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now let us receive God's benediction, God's blessing. The blessing of the Holy Trinity, one God be upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Our closing hymn is in the green hymnal number 39. Let us sing with joy. Just a reminder that we have our uh, family Christmas uh, service at 5 o'clock on Tuesday uh, late afternoon. Please join us for that, and then we'll have cookies and whatever right afterwards. And we, so the peace of the Lord be with you always. So let us share that peace with one another.